I'm How close are you? Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah, I'm putting my phone on airplane mode. God damn it, you can hear that fucking bass line going so hard. Who got, who, who's, who's it's, it's, it? She doesn't know. It's either her neighbor's above or it's her neighbor like over here. Oh, I'm gonna put it in the intro because otherwise I'm gonna have to. I can't edit it out because it's gonna be on the whole. Whatever. This is what we get for meat and carrot and whatever. Oh, hi, you're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I currently work, or I used to work, at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. The sound you heard was Lee going into her kitchen and into her refrigerator because she's cooking for us because she's so lovely and a good friend. Also, note on the tip, on the sound tip, um, we are at Lee's apartment and there is definitely someone having some sort of bass party. It's literally just a party of bass. That's it. That's all it is. It's just bass. So today we have two of our, the ride or dies from quarantine who have been with me on this journey, keeping me sane. But the special surprise and the wonderful surprise is that Punky Johnson is in our presence. Hey, y'all. She's I'm here. here. Physically and, here. Physically here. And we have Lee Lamson Quay. Hi. I made it from the kitchen to the couch. Everything's great. <laughs> okay, great. So we only have two microphones because this is podcasting on a budget. We're going to do our best. Please ignore the bass. They've been bumping that all afternoon. Oh, really? Friday, like weekends. It's funny because some people still have jobs. So I, I think, oh, every day is the same fucking day and who knows what the fuck day is. But weekends definitely now for people who work start on Thursdays oh. instead of Fridays. <laughs> and Jesus, they part because they're just like, why not? So like the dude next door plays a video. Like he used to come home every Friday and play video games for like two hours. Definitely Thursdays. And now it lasts like, I don't know how his wife, I would be like, it's such heavy bass. Like when you walk outside, you can hear the entire apartment shaking from, I'm like, what do you, I would lose my shit. I'd be like, you need to put on the fucking headphones. And yeah, go that's in the way room. too loud to be uh, like living in, in headquarters. Also, like he's like in his thirties. I'm not trying to shame people who play video games, but shame on you. Yeah bitch okay so this week um since we have both of them here my game's a little bit off because now i have a hundred more questions because i don't have to deal with the the click clack of zoom so now <laughs> i want to keep punky locked in this house for a lot longer lock me up come yeah, on let's okay. go i owe i owe the people <laughs> They've i been owe everyone well especially because you weren't here last week and they all thought you were dead i got messages i was you. dead <laughs> i was dead like a motherfucker can you explain what was happening to you guys i'm so sorry thank you all for your concern i was so dead last wednesday was my birthday so i told my wife i was like all i want to do is cook and drink beer and that's exactly what i did i woke up i cooked and i drank beer but the problem was i didn't eat what i cooked so <laughs> i was just i drank for like i think 12 or 13 hours straight and there was definitely some tequila shots a whole in there. but i think we probably killed about five bottles of i tequila. brought one and i think it was almost gone by the time i it, left oh my god i was so sick i thought i was fine when i went to sleep i was like i killed this day i murdered it i'm fine i'm going to bed i'm feeling great i'm not gonna be hungover eight o'clock hit i had the worst headache of my life and i probably was sick for about 14 hours Ooh, what is what does sick mean what oh my god i threw up like every at first it started up long like first it was like every hour and i was like okay at least i get to sleep for 30 minutes da, da, da. 
Because, you know, because I'll sleep for 30 minutes and then I'll feel that pain again. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's coming sooner or later. Then I'll throw up and then I'll sleep for 30 minutes. That happened. And then it started becoming like every 20 minutes. And then every 10 minutes. You and then every five. You I, got, I, I was poisoning. I, 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 I yeah, I killed myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. I, it was so bad that I ordered a pizza and some wings at midnight. I paid $63 for a fucking pizza. Uh-huh. Jesus. Well, we normally record on like Tuesdays is where we've kind of been hovering. And then I had something to do on Tuesday night. So I was like, hey, guys, let's meet up on Wednesday. And Punky's like, bitch, I'm going to start drinking beer at 10 a.m. And I don't know where the day is going because it's my birthday. So let's do Thursday. And in my head, I was like, she ain't going to be here on Thursday. But I was like, All right, I tried. Girl. Like I saw the text. I didn't see the text, but I saw the people texting. But I couldn't. I just I didn't have the strength. Even, I just could not do it. Even Brittany, her wife, I called because we, Kate and I were like, all right, let's text Brittany. So I text Brittany and I was like, hey, how's Punky today? She's like, she's all right. She's like, she's dead on the, I was like, well, no, I actually was like, is she dead? She's like, yes, girl, she's dead on the couch. I was like, okay, so we have two hours before we're supposed to do this podcast. What she think? And she's like, well, you know, Punky rallies for everything. <laughs> she told you I was going to rally. Yeah. Rally. And then she, but no, then an hour later she goes, okay, so. <laughs> she's puking off the couch into a paper bag right now. I don't think she's. Got, I was like, okay, she gets a pass. She does. You do rally for everything, so you get a birthday pass. Oh my god, it was the worst. I think that was the worst. Hangover of life. Sick. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, it's also because I think we're all out of our routine, so nobody's tolerances yeah. are the same. Yeah. So I you- also thought I was gonna rally. I I was like, oh, I could do this at five. I'm like, I'm a soldier. I got this shit. <laughs> Which oh, she no. is, for the record. You are normally a soldier. But no. No, not in this case. It didn't happen. This was the first time I couldn't rally. Oh, sad. thank God I didn't make my doctor's appointment for that day. Welcome to a new age bracket, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to somebody who never used to puke. And now, like, every time I go hard, somebody, I'm winking at Kate, ends up picking me up off the floor in a fur coat. (laughs) I did that. Yeah. That's real. I did that. I come home. I came home from the Comedy Store Christmas party, and my boyfriend was like, Angel, you left looking so cute. (laughs) What happened? And I would, because he found me, he found me in the middle of the night on the floor of our bathroom. And he was like, do you need an... I was like, just leave me alone. (laughs) I will say, you know what? God bless Lee because like nobody knew she was that drunk at the party. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, Hart, God love you, Hart, tapped me and he was like, hey, Lee's in the ladies' restroom. You may want to go check on her. And I was like, Lee? Oh my God. Okay. And I check on her and she's fully asleep. Hart, I love Hart. Hart be looking for his girls. He does. He's always looking for Hart calls me once a week to check on me for that party. Heart was concerned about you. He said, well, Lee. I said, Heart, I don't fucking know. I don't even know where I'm at right now, motherfucker. Which party? Your party? At or the, the comedy at store? the Christmas party. Oh, I know. Because he knows I'm a nutcase. <laughs> he was- Heart is from Thailand, but he lives in America. His marriage was set up. <laughs> But but he has a he has a fine ass wife who he runs all, who runs shit bad bitch. They, she is beautiful. She's gorgeous. She runs that fucking household. He has two jobs that he holds down like a fucking full-time. beast. Two full time jobs. He, so he bartends with us at the comedy store, but he's like an aerospace engineer by day or something crazy. Thai yeah. people. The comedy store used to only hire Thai people. This is the, this is the thing about Hart, right? Let me tell y'all something about Hart. He is humble, but it don't make sense, right? <laughs> He he's like he works at the airspace place and he's like I scared I lose my job him huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> he called me ham hock i scared to lose my job ham hock and then he calls me every week and he says we had let 30 more people go we had to let 30 more people go i'm like nigga are you the boss <laughs> yeah i think he is we had to he, first of all he sounds like the last king of scotland the way you're doing his accent by the way <laughs> We had to let 30 more people go. Have apparently he's lying. Apparently he owns an aerospace engineering company in every year. Hart has a new Empire. car. The f- one car he had was a piece of shit car. He bought like this raggedy ass old ass Honda Civic from a friend. Mm-hmm. But ever, ever, after that, the car has been BMW, Mercedes Benz, big ass fifth Ram truck. Or he gets like, he has a Prius also just to like even everything he out. He got like four, five cars. No one drives them. I'm his like, wife doesn't go anywhere. I'm like his wife is a stay at home mom. He literally drive. he buys them so he can have a new car to drive to the comedy store in every day after his full time day job. Big old backyard, big patio, cameras everywhere about six grills because this grill do what this grill can't yeah a big fryer i'm like i think the grills are pretty much the same no this grill have have a, a refrigerator underneath him huh i'm like what nigga okay cool so yeah that's hard we actually so we love him so much that he lives like an hour southeast of us and we like probably once a year we like caravan our little drunk asses down to his house and he lets us he also loves us because he lets us come to his house with his wife and his kids but he loves it so much and he cooks for us like we've done fourth of july there we've done thanksgiving there and it just it he just glows like from ear to ear when he has people come up like when we all go he down there. Us. I also I knew when I was sort of like more in with the comedy store because he pulled me aside in a shift and he was like I'm gonna take you to Thai food and I was like I think this is a thing oh. I think this is like you're vetted and you're in the comedy <laughs> store and I was like okay it's a thing and then he like takes me to the this Thai place that I actually love that's in Thai town in LA and I was like oh, and they all knew him it's and I was great. like I've got jumped into the gang <laughs> like I'm in but he also gets on my nerves when we go. Like, I love when we go, but we'll be sitting up there reading the menu and we will be in the menu. Oh, like, yeah. OK, I know I want this and I know I want that. And then the people come up and he put his arm out and tell us to shut up. And oh, then yeah. he order everything he want us to eat. I'm like, bitch, I have I wanted number 32. <laughs> and he's like, you're getting 33. <laughs> and then he covers the bill. Yeah, heart's pretty cool. Yeah, I just want to be clear that nobody's good at Thai accents. That's not meant to be offensive to our listeners in Thailand. It's oh, just yeah. literally none of us know how to do that. So Okay. Well, that actually, that's real. That's actually real. I know. Okay. <laughs> that's all I know. So to get to some of our questions or just out of curiosity. So Newsom announced that phase two of reopening is going to begin this Friday. So basically like tomorrow, not basically, definitely tomorrow, which means factories and retail. What the fuck is, was phase one? Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. I I'm missed like, that memo. What was phase one? Phase I mean, because I was reading it and then I, I was thinking like, is it is is each phase a week by week thing or is each phase as long as it seems like it needs to take like is it sort of ambiguously I don't know what the fuck been going on I don't watch the damn news because it depresses me um I just started following Gavin Newsom and Garcetti on mm -hmm. Instagram because I like that better than watching national news now and I do feel like they're handling okay phase one is the phase we are currently in (laughs) thanks (laughs) 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 but but is expected to end on Friday May 8th this phase is all about safety and preparedness Essential businesses, pharmacies, grocery stores needed to take steps to address physical and workflow adaption, uh, establish an essential workforce safety net in case workers get sick and make PPE more widely available. Essentially, that's the entire quarantine is phase one. Yeah. What is PE? Physical education? PPE, personal, 
<laughs> yes, we can. We're, gonna, we're all going to take a PE class. Per- personal right. protection equipment, I think, is what PPE stands for. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So then, so phase two starts Friday, tomorrow. So what does that mean? What does phase two mean? Um, Newsom announced that phase two will begin on May 8th in California, which will allow some industries like manufacturing to reopen with safety modifications in place. People, people should still telecommute to work if possible. Dr. Mark Galley, secretary of the California Health and Human Services, said California can now move into phase two since hospital data has shown a range of stability. Galley said two, stage two doesn't mean COVID is less dangerous. It is still spreading, but the businesses that fall under the stage two category will have to make some safety changes in order to reopen. Those include hands-free devices for payment, curbside pickup while employees wear gloves and masks, closing smaller indoor break rooms and using outdoor break rooms when, with physically distanced seating, and warehouses having personal protective equipment and sanitation materials for their employees. It seems like it's simple, but what businesses? You know what? What what fucking phase is the bars opening? How about that? That's called September. <laughs> Yeah, we're last. So we, are you serious? So we yeah. really well because be... we're considered a venue. So bars are going to be able to. They they said that public gathering spaces are phase. I think that's three. I forget. I'm not I trying to know. go back to work. I'm. I, I mean, I will go back to work. I'm yeah, talking about oh. when can when can we go out and get fucked up? Yeah. Is the question. Okay. <laughs> okay. So phase three, there is a there's it's there's no specific start date, which is my question. So it's sort of ambiguous. Stage two is an ambiguous amount of time will take an amb- ambiguous amount of time. I've been drinking. I'm sorry. Um, phase three, <laughs> which there is not a specific date for at this time, will include the opening of higher risk workplaces. These include personal care places, hair and nail salons, entertainment venues, movie theaters, sporting events without live spectators oh. and in-person religious services such as churches and weddings. Phase, phase four oh. is the final phase which would end the stay-at-home order. So we're still going to have this goddamn stay-at-home order. So when you think, when do you think our friend can get married? So, okay. So um, one of our good friends mm-hmm. um, that used to work at the comedy store, mine in Hamhocks, um, Andrina, her little sister was supposed to get married in June in Mississippi, and they just sent me a notice saying it's postponed until next year. <gasps> What? And they were getting married in June. And our other friend here was supposed to get married in March. And now he moved it to the end of June. And I think because it's a venue and because people have to travel to get there, old people from New England, like that's their mm-hmm. own personal stuff. I think they're going to move it. I think we're going to, he's going to tell us pretty soon that it's changed till next year. Oh no. Yeah. That's, that's about what they've looked at. Cause I listened to Dr. Drew's podcast on the, with Christina P and Tom Segura. And I listened to it today and he was saying, cause he had a comedian on who was like, I can't wait to get back to touring and I'm so excited to go to these venues and blah, blah, blah. And Dr. Drew said, and he initially was like, this isn't that big of a deal. And now he's since changed his tune. And he said that he was like, you should maybe reschedule your tour till 2021. (gasps) And I was like, really? Like, I'm just listening. I obviously wasn't on the podcast, but I was like, ugh. Well, no, because I've seen a lot of comics. Actually, you probably have too, but I don't know if you, are you getting booked, I guess is the question, Hammock, for later this year? Well, because I've seen people. I got booked. I'm. I got booked for, I forgot what the damn festival is, but it's in September and it's in Austin. So it's dicey. And I feel like the comedy store may, like maybe that's their like soft goal, but it's very soft goal. I thought July was their soft goal. Yeah. But (gasps) wait, are you fucking serious? We're not going to be open until past July? No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. So 
so as of right now, the way that it looks is that they, they, the goal was a soft opening, which meant like just bartenders. So maybe one in the front and one in the service. Well, Oh my God. It yeah. don't even matter if they open. Yeah. So no servers. And then they were just going to have the OR open, which is the original room. And then they were going to put it to half capacity. So all <gasps> the four tops become two tops and then no booths because it's just too close or every other booth. They're still trying to develop it as of, and, and none of this is official. So please don't come for me. Like, I don't know, not you, but like the audience, mm-hmm. like I don't know if this is what they're still doing but i know that the god damn it lee um (laughs) but i know that like in speaking to a couple of the managers the issue is how do they actually plan for this and the and the idea was okay then they get rid of the two drink minimum and then they have patrons go to the front bar get their own drink if they want it and then go in it don't even matter correct it don't matter because servers can't be back jesus christ i'm gonna have to move home no no, 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 you're not no because here's so they so they got the they got the PPP loan. So originally they were paying us. They got the PPP loan. So I think a lot of business small businesses did. If you I think it's under 200 employees or something like that. They were approved for that and they had been paying us out of their own pocket essentially up until that point and they kept putting like a week like a bi-weekly limit saying we don't know if we're going to be able to pay you after this next two weeks and then they got approved for that loan so I think that I don't know how long it will last so the loan helped mm-hmm. so I think that now they only had to start cutting salaries because they were running out of their own like out of pocket stuff and now they got this loan and as long as they pay everybody their full salary they don't have to repay the loan mm-hmm. um, I think that we are still I mean like the thing is <laughs> and we'll go back to the fact that like I didn't realize how much money I was spending out of this house until I got stuck in this house and I'm like I don't know I'm like how do I have all this money I'm like I'm not trying to say I have all this money but I have more money we're than saving I, more than we because yeah. I'm not spending money. we're not out the only thing I buy bitch I spend more money on onions now me too <laughs> <laughs> I, I cook, be buying I, onion and fucking garlic every day bitch I need more onion Onion and go. Do you know that they were out? So I'm making sauce for everybody today here. You're welcome. (laughs) Which is a perfect. It's serendipitous that Hammy decided that this was her first uh, in person meeting. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know. She just showed up. Well, I was. Well, last week everybody popped up at my house. I was like, fuck it. If I'm exposed, I got that shit now. I mean, it don't make sense to hide from people. Everybody meaning like nine people. I don't want to make it seem like there was a 30 person party. People saw me cooking on Instagram and fucking just. They just don't post. It's all I'm saying. (laughs) I was just trying to post and say, look, I'm cooking. And I didn't know people were going to pop up, but whatever. Well, it was your birthday. So it was understandable. And everybody kind of, I think everybody was like, oh, we're just going to do a drive-by. And we wore masks and all that stuff. Oh, so of we course. Were, yeah, we 100%. were just sitting on the patio. We all wore masks. But everybody thought that we were just going to do a drive-by. And then we all just, I mean. Probably because I was out there like, Lay! <laughs> hey! Yeah, when I got to her house, she was in the middle of the street. <laughs> Yeah. No, we were on the porch or the patio. It was a nice big outside patio. Don't everybody freak out. Like we weren't hanging out on a couch together, but it was still like a nice, safe environment. environment. And we all took our masks down to drink shots of tequila. Okay. Uh, Lucas, I talked to Lucas this week and he was like, oh, did you get invited to Punky's? And I was like, I don't think it was like a thing. I think people just rolled up on her place because they were sick of being at home. I'm cooking tomorrow too. I'm not putting that on Instagram. I I I cannot afford to have that shit happen again. I just walk, I can walk to Hammy's house. So, and I, she, I had this bottle of tequila that she's been trying to steal from me for the last four months, four weeks. So I was like, well, this bitch bring it to me. Yeah, you did. That was your birthday present. I saw it. Yeah. Did I take it? 
You compared it to, you are like, oh, now this is a comedy store bottle of tequila. I did. That ain't nothing like the Rite Aid. No, but you were like, the Rite Aid bottles are small compared to the comedy store bottles. Because you know, I've been hiding that. Because co- you shit, once a week, Punky's been texting me going, I know you still got a full bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I am saving that for our get out of jail free party, okay? And she, but anyway, that, I guess that was her birthday, so that's what you got. So I hope I'm glad I reminded you that I brought you that shit. If 35 was like that, oh my god, oh 40, boy, 40 is going to be, be out a of mess. Control. We had talked about because the initially the three of us had talked about what our timeline would be if we were supposed to leave LA or if we had to leave LA because of finances. So I had said July. You guys said you weren't totally sure. Punky, you had mentioned maybe October. So if this does go into 2021, what does that look like for you guys? Well, the thing for me is that my life is in sh- like I, because of the the career that I'm in, I really don't know. So it's like I'm probably not going to be able to do comedy again until next year. If the comedy store does open up, it'll never match what I was making. I definitely wouldn't be able to live. And uh, I I don't know. Like, the only thing that I can do to stay in L.A. is sell a script. But then how am I supposed to sell a script if we can't, if they can't have actors on set? So it's like my entire career is shut down until we figure out a way to live freely with this. I mean, don't you think, though, that they're planning for 2021 like a gang? I feel like. I feel like if I was in the entertainment business, it would be they're planning for the like a grand reopening of the entire world for 2021. And they're going to pay like they're going to be paying for things to start that year off in a gangbuster sort of a way. And that's what I'm banking on. And that's what I'm hoping for. So the position that we are in, because I think most people don't understand how production is. So usually things are shot one to two years before we see them. So, of course, during quarantine, we have a ton of stuff to digest. And we're like, wow, there's so much content and, you know, all the various things that have gone viral. But the, the issue becomes currently we should be filming for 2021 and we are not. Mm -hmm. And so all of that is stalled. So a a friend of mine is on the board of the DGA and the question becomes, do we have everybody sign something saying, you know, this is a mitigated risk and I understand that. And we just get rid of background actors and then we quarantine people two weeks before a shoot and two weeks after sort of. So they're trying to come up with a game plan if they were to reopen before a vaccine exists, because Mm -hmm. best case scenario a vaccine is at least a year out a year from today. (laughs) So they're trying to get stuff up and running because Hollywood can't just be closed until, until beyond 2021. And even until 2021, a lot of of parts of Hollywood are going to close. So Mm -hmm. I, there's not really, I don't know. Girl, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. All I know is I got about three things just (laughs) fucking just in the chamber. They, they locked and loaded and they ready to be sold. That's all I know. All they gonna sell. I don't know, but they ready to go. If I sell them, I'm standing in LA. If I don't, but also, if things keep happening virtually, I could just move back home and just work from the computer. You could. But here, look, we either going to have a bunch of Amy Sh- Schumer learns to cook shows. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lee. Or on, Lee. we could have Lee teaches Punky how to make pie dough shows, which I feel like people want to know. <laughs> That's a good show. That's what I'm saying. I've been trying to get this bitch. Now that we're seeing you in person again, I'm like, look, I feel like what's going to happen is because there is going to be a vacancy of produced content and television, film, that kind of stuff. I think that it's going to be a lot of from home reality driven stuff, which is cool. Like people want to watch whatever they can watch. And it's, you know, it's interesting. But I think that that's where you might make some money is if you come up with like some version of a reality thing. I don't, I'm not trying to say like, I hate reality in general. I mean, I watch it. Hello. 
<laughs> but I also hate it. <laughs> you sound like you sound like heart, bitch. I'm yeah, like, I what? <laughs> you, you, I don't like to commit. Uh, <laughs> but I just feel like that's in the next year. There's, I feel like there's going to be a lot. Of, it's not going to be reality shows like the Kardashians and the Real Housewives and all that shit. It's going to be different versions of it. But I think that's what we're going to see is a lot of people who have money to invest in stuff already are going to be producing their own things from home, like the Amy Schumer thing and, you know, whatever. I'm going to go make Punky another drink because I'm being yelled at. Hold on. I'm yelling at her silently. <laughs> silently. Thank I you, just, Punky, for being I aware of sound. I threw my glass up in the air like, bitch. Regard- so say you don't sell a script, then are you going back to New Orleans? I like- mean, if I can't afford to live here then yeah because one thing i decided that i wasn't going to do is spend my savings i'm not spending my savings same because i can leave and come back i, I instead of because if i stay here and spend my savings then i'll just be broke and i don't want to do that how lucky is it that we haven't had to spend it because honestly when this first went down i was like okay i have enough savings to live this long in la that's mm-hmm. how i was planning i haven't had to touch it yet me neither i want it on record i mean we are I, very, very i did blessed. just pay the government like seven thousand well, dollars that's because you made a lot of money <laughs> Not you a, better i'm gonna edit that out it. It was like, <laughs> hello they, the, the lady said it was like three that's because punky's funny <laughs> i mean we are incredibly incredibly blessed and you know we've said it before and we will continue to say it we are very very lucky that we have a business that we work for that gives a shit about us and regardless of our personal feelings of this that or the other they are taking care of us and mm-hmm. so we do have an opportunity to not dip into our savings like lee said and i unfortunately am in kind of a funky position where i am going to be going back to ohio for a period of time but my stuff is going to stay here what the fuck i know speak don't be don't be just don't be trying to just say that shit and start and <laughs> you like you talking over it well so the issue became finding a place to live that I that I thought would maybe go down in rent because if I commit to a place right now it's still at the the peak rent costs mm. so if everything's about to like in six months or even in six weeks is about to go down I don't want to be locked into a 12-month contract Correct. that could have been half of what I was paying thank you Lee it's just so loud it's just it's just she doesn't recognize oh well Lee got a kitten and now I'm gonna put on record hello carrot carrots Lee, in the room carrot no she's back there oh. but but the I, the eardrops for carrot fell out of the refrigerator just now. I'm going to get carrot in a minute so y'all can see that she has the most attitude of any two week old earthly being I've ever met in my entire <laughs> fucking life. But my, the position that I'm in as far as like staying in LA or going is if I can wait it out a little bit and rents are about to go down, then I'm just going to put all my shit in storage here and then come back when everything goes down a little bit. And I did talk to management at the comedy store and they were like, look, we don't actually know when we're going to open again. So if you need to do that, then you do that. And I was like, oh, fuck. That just, I was like, oh, we're not opening for a while. And they wouldn't answer me. But I was like, oh, if, if you were opening in July, I said this too. I was like, pointedly, I said, if you were opening in July, it doesn't make sense for me to drive to Ohio and then I, come back. Yeah. I, so we, so Jenny and I went to Rocco's today for food. Mm-hmm. Nobody was in there. Nobody. You know, but. We got to go in there and order our food. And the guy was like, oh, we opening next week. Fucking restaurant. Like fully opening? He said, we are opening next week. But how are they able to? Because like what Lee was reading about the phases, if we're not in phase three yet. I think that they're opening, but I think that they're doing curbside delivery. Like I read, like I think that they have to wear we gloves and masks. To delivery today. I know, but I think that, I mean, Rocco's is a sandwich shop. No, this is Rocco's WeHo, the gay Rocco's. It's, a, it's a, like a nightclub Um Rocco's WeHo now open in West Hollywood. Wait, what's the date on that? May 2nd? A soft opening. The new restaurant 
Bar is currently opening, operating under a soft opening to get a staff acclimated to run the business. The 5,000 square foot restaurant and bar in WeHo. So the hours of operation are from Monday to Friday, 11.30 a.m. to 2 a.m. Still? 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. There will be special promotions seven days a week. We're allowing customers to come in and get a taste. If people want to come and have a cocktail, they're more than welcome. We're offering a full menu until 10 o'clock. This is good practice for our employees and a way of to make sure that our computers are working properly. But I don't understand what this, like, how are they social distancing with this? Um, he wasn't so He took my credit card out my hand. That was the first in a while. Ooh, okay. That's the thing. A lot of, everybody doing like tap and all that stuff. They, yeah, everything is contactless. He was in full contact. He was was like thank you he had a mask on i mean literally i just read that whole article and not one of the things said and we're all we're gonna do this a little differently it just said <laughs> come get your shit he, he was like and we're I, gonna be opening and, and he said probably next week most likely is the date we're gonna be opening which is the difficulty there becomes like what is garcetti enforcing versus like because according to newsom it's sort of garcetti has always been stricter than newsom by like a day so we cl- los angeles county and los angeles city closed I think it was like one or two days before the state itself shut down. So, and Garcetti has said in his press conferences, regardless of what the state is doing, we're going to do what's best for Los Angeles. Wait, but this is WeHo and they have a different mayor. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So Garcetti is probably like, uh, excuse. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. I don't get it. Explain. So West Hollywood and Santa Monica bought themselves out of Los Angeles, literally bought themselves out. That's why when you so drive wait, through wait, wait, West wait, Hollywood, wait, 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 you see time like- Time out, time out. West Hollywood Mm -hmm. and Santa Monica are two different cities. So from Los Angeles. So that's why you see a separate police department like LAPD. Are you? When the fuck that happened? Oh, years ago. A long time ago. How the fuck you just buy yourself out of the city? Because they felt that their economy was stronger on its own. Because that was when when WeHo was was before the the gay. gay. That's because it's gay. No, it's well, the, the, the property values were shit. And then the gays moved in, made it beautiful, put a whole bunch of money into it, cared about their community. And then West Hollywood's community skyrocketed. Yeah, I told you that shit was gay. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's because God bless the gays. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> wow. and, and, and yeah, and it's and it made the city of value. And then Santa Monica, it's a beach town. It's whatever. But like, that's why LAPD can drive up to Venice and they can service things on Venice Beach. But Santa Monica Beach has to be serviced by Santa Monica Police Department. Get the fuck look at me learning about look my city that look I just you. turned my license into Los Angeles. <laughs> Hello, you just now did you? So I did, yeah, I did it this year. So well, because maybe, maybe it was last year, I don't fucking remember. But listen, here's the thing: so West Hollywood has a different mayor. They have a whole; it's a whole different city. It's so not Los law, Angeles. Yeah. So the law they can make their own laws as to when they're reopening, whatever the fuck. So, so Garcetti going- is Los Angeles. Garcetti's Los Angeles. This is Glendale, and Santa Monica, and WeHo, and Glendale. Glendale also bought themselves out of Los Angeles. Oh, so Jesus Glendale Christ. can do whatever the fuck they want too. That's why what? the gyms in Glendale were staying open well beyond oh, when. Know. Yeah, that's like like I have a my twenty four fitness is in Glendale. And I was like, could I go? And I don't know. also, Glendale has one of the highest rates of infection, just as a side. Is that true? 100%. I heard it on NPR yesterday. Woo! What's NPR? Uh, I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> National Public Radio. I'm it's, just dumb as fuck. No, you're I'm not just, dumb, punky. You are well, not. I'm well, not accepting I'm not, that. I'm not, all I do is wake up every morning. I do my own work. I do my own thing and watch Grey's Anatomy at night. We know. And That's also it. The Walking Dead. We know. You well, have I made that The Walking very, Dead. Oh, old. did you? Oh, all nine old. seasons. Well, but you I'm said. <laughs> 
Punky going hard in the paint for The Walking Dead. I'm waiting for the other season to be on Netflix. So I can start that one. But for non-Los Angeles people, so the way Los Angeles is so massive that there are cities inside of the city. And so in the same way that Garcetti can say, we are not going to follow what Newsom says, we're going to be even tighter because he's Newsom being the governor of California. Then Garcetti, who is the mayor of Los Angeles, can say, well, we're going even tighter. And that's why who I'm not sure who the mayor of West Hollywood is, but the mayor of West Hollywood can say, okay, cool, well, we're open. And so can the mayor of Glendale. Uh, Oh, so and that's so can, why they opened because we we were looking at him like really because we are not opening anytime soon this is a great question right because technically speaking the comedy store is in west hollywood so technically speaking whenever west hollywood decides that they're open the comedy store could too but the issue becomes, do you as a business owner want to become vulnerable? Where do you have every customer that walks through the door sign something saying, if and when you think you contracted COVID-19 from this location, you're going to sign away your rights to sue us? Because litigation could go through the roof because businesses are being sued right now because of that. Carnival Cruise Lines is in the middle of a lawsuit right now for that exact reason. So, Well, they did things wrong. But it could <laughs> be looked at that if we open too soon, that we made the wrong decisions too, like based on being desperate and not based on facts and figures and science and all the things, which is why, you know, I'm grateful. I th- And I think that our CEO, Peter Shore, will behave as he did in the beginning of this, which is take it more seriously than anybody did then. And I think he's going to continue to take it more seriously when people start getting more relaxed with it. I think it's going to happen. He's going to bookend it in the same way, which I'm grateful for because I don't want to be at a place where it's a tour. It's, a, it's very tourist driven. And for a minute, I think it won't be. And I've, the crowds, we're not going to see the crowds like we've seen. I At least, I would say this time next year, maybe summertime next really? year, people will be traveling. It's touristy. Oh my God. I, I don't, don't get don't get downtrodden, Punky. I think it will be sooner than that because I do think that Los Angeles people who maybe never came to the comedy store before because it was a tourist destination, I do think when we open, I think there's going to be a sense of like, I'm just hungry for interaction. But I have seen a lot of people be like, well, I'm going to wait and see what everybody else does. Even if everything is open, in the city where I live, regardless of if it's LA or elsewhere, I want to see what everybody else does first. So I think there's going to be some reticence in the beginning. And then I think people are going to be like, oh my God, is this really over? If this is really over, I'm out. I'm spending money in ways I didn't before. So it's a flip side. I do not think we're going to get the tourist population that we got before, but I do think that we're maybe going to get more local people than we did before. I mean, like LA is so spread out and really sort of divided and hard to create um, a social network in when you first move here and all those things. So I feel like maybe it'll make us feel closer as a community of people. Girl, fuck the community. Do you understand? Okay, listen up, okay? I am worried about my money. Do y'all know that in my entire life, I never ever thought that I would make six figures. I just didn't think it was in the cards for me to do that. I just thought I would be this Southern girl that was maybe a bartender or a police officer or a bus driver or whatever the fuck. And then my life changed. And then I get into comedy. And then I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make more than $30,000 a year doing comedy because no one does. And then last year was my first year. I made six figures, six fucking figures talking enough to a microphone. That's I make, I I'm not going to make that this year. I am poor now. And I, I just, <laughs> because got, you're doing podcasts I for free. Thank into you, Punky. a rhythm of, wow, this is fantastic. My life can be this way. And now it's not because 
which because I, it's not. Which I think is some of the mental health crisis for a lot of comics. Because I think a lot of comics were right where you were, which is like you were on the cusp of becoming massively famous and you're still there and it's going to happen for you, no question. Stop rolling your eyes. Okay. It's true. It's going to happen <laughs> for you. She's rolling her eyes so hard her eyes just fell out of her skull. <laughs> but I I, it, I think that that is, that is the crisis for a lot of you guys is the like, oh, I could taste this. I got a, I got a little bit of what that life looks like and mm. now it had to pause. Ooh, ooh, it's on pause. Ooh, bitch. Ooh, but the, you know what the good thing is? I do feel good using my food stamp card. <laughs> oh my God. I'd be like, I'd be so <laughs> I just like I got I was so motivated on the 12th like I applied for my own unemployment before most people did I was like getting my shit together and then like Punky was applying for EBT and all the shit and I was like oh I should do that and then I don't know what happened I just kind of was like eh, I don't know why like I should do that you do that with health insurance I'd be like EBT I'm terrible I do not like paperwork I do not but I was like I know paperwork drives me but insane. it scares me enough to the point where I applied for unemployment immediately yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, hell no. But, oh, is there a kitchen calling? Hold on one second. Okay. Oh, Lord. She called a fucking Le- cat about carrot. about to go get the carrot. Because she's The cat red. egg like a bell pepper. Orange. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my favorite quote of all time. <laughs> it's probably because I closed the window and wouldn't let her in. A quote that I saw that I really loved was, people aren't protesting for w- to be waitresses and hairdressers again. People are out demanding that their waitresses and hairdressers go back to work. Oh, that's loud. What Here comes the a fuck? cat. Oh, Matilda just wanted to Wait, come in. Say the quote again. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's crazy. all these fucking cats. That's great. This is the this is the challenge of working at Lee's house. It's totally fine. <laughs> the wow. quote from Anna Cafaino was people aren't protesting to be waitresses and hairdressers again. People are out demanding that their waitresses and hairdressers go back to work. And I think that's a very important economic distinction because, yeah, you guys are more than happy. Not you guys, but but people are more than happy to have those of us that would be in the line of fire for this. Okay, Preach, right, Matilda. Matilda. Preach, are bitch. Are too? But that they don't, you know, people aren't protesting so that they can go back to work. People are protesting so that the work that they depended on to live their lavish lifestyles can get kicked into high gear so that they can go back to what was comfortable for them. We can call them the help. That's what it is. It's, okay. I had an episode today at the post office. This old man came in. I'm, I'm just going to just ballpark it. He had to be b- between 65 and like 80, maybe. <laughs> he was 15 or 30. <laughs> <laughs> had his balls dropped yet, Punky? So he had oh a red. God. I have never. So I see this type of stuff online, but I never thought I would ever see it in my life. So Jenny's out in the car. She's waiting for me. She's like, I'm in the I'm in the parking lot. You know, when you're ready, let me know. I'm like, I'm two people away. This is going to be a piece of cake. This man comes in and help. And basically you would have thought he had a weapon. He basically holds up the entire post office because he's in there. He has no mask on and he's like, make America great again. Oh, no, he did not. Really? He has to make America. I, sw- I, I put this on everything. I love. He has the make america great again hat on no mask he's going up to people in their faces like you believe this crap are you serious no i promise you so i'm just sitting up there and i'm just like he's like going down the line of the people oh god bitch jesus good thing i have a gun in my hand (laughs) 
So Binky, come here. I'm so just glad you're in. in here. Binky just walked in. Binky, bitch. So I go to the post office today. That's this man. I'm a ballpark it. He's between the age of 65 and 80. Okay, he's old, and he's going up to everybody. And yes, I swear, he's going up to everybody in the line, and he's he's like talking in their faces, and people are just kind of just ignoring him, but they're turning around. So now he's just talking in their ear. They're just like, you know, he's an old man. Let me Wait, ignore this. Is no one getting involved, and no one saying to him like, well, hey, people, you're not the, well? The, that's how I got held up because the people in a in a uh, in the thing behind a the glass, they was like, oh fuck, we got another one. It's kind of like they were used to. <laughs> we got another one. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, everybody just stay calm. We're gonna take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> so now instead of four people working behind a glass now they got three that's gone to try to take care of this fucking crazy person they got one person behind a glass while the man is still going in everybody's faces trying to tell them that this is all fake take your mask off this is bullshit they're just kind of trying to scare us so then I'm next I'm like this man I'm next I'm next for this man to come up to me <laughs> uh, I'm like I'm gonna punch him in the face because no I, and as soon as he comes up to me the one person behind the glass was like next I'm like praise God it's me <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you come in my face, Yo, I promise you, you. Oh, what I would you have done. I would have hit him. <gasps> would bitch. You, really, you really would have hit him? I am not in the mood, bitch. <laughs> I, I am not in the mood. I, I know I turned 35. I didn't tell you I go to Home Depot. I snitched on somebody. No, you didn't. Home Depot's line. Home tail. Depot's line. The went, line is insane. It was a maze. Yeah. It's a yeah. maze in the front. And yeah. then and then it just the line just falls all the way back to the street. Yeah. So this was the, I went in, I stood in that long ass line. I had an umbrella and everybody's like, this dumb bitch got an umbrella. And I was like, yeah, I see y'all burning in this sun, bitch. Yes. I got an umbrella. I'm in the shade the whole time. Everybody else. I, I stood in that line for about 42 minutes. Okay. Ooh. I get to the front of the line. I didn't know they were letting people in five at a time. I didn't know until I got up to the front. This black dude on a fucking like scooter, he comes no. in like slides in. Right. No. But he don't slide in in front of me. He slid in like one, two, like third. So the two people, the, the one person, he didn't say nothing. So I was like, you know what? If that idiot not going to say right. anything, then I'm not going to say anything. Because he didn't cut me. He cut him. Right. But that's when I found out there was letting people five in at a time. So this whole time I was sitting up there like, should I snitch on this nigga? Do I have time for this shit today? <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do it. Fuck it. I don't know. Because people re people respond crazy if yeah, you, you know right. what I'm saying? Especially now. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to let this motherfucker ride. So then they started letting people in five at a time. They was like, one, two, three, four, five. And then they stopped me. That's when I was like, snitch time. Because <laughs> you would have been in. I would have been in if this motherfucker oh, yeah. wouldn't have fucking gotten the fucking thing. I'm like, fuck it. I'm saying something. I was like, that nigga. And I was like, no. nigga came out. It just came out. <laughs> I was mad. I was heated because I'm like, bitch, I waited in this line for 42 minutes. You know I know it was 42 minutes because I kept looking at the time. Yeah, I bet you did. So I was like, no, that nigga didn't even stand in a motherfucking line. And the people no. was like, who, him? I was like, yeah, him. And then like the little black manager, because I knew him because I'm always in Home Depot. He was like, you always up in here causing some goddamn trouble. <laughs> He cut the line. No, no, no. And all the people behind me was like, yeah, we saw that. Thank you for saying something. Now, and then, like, now everybody's like, yeah. Yeah. So then the dude was like, I had to park. I was like, we all had to park. And how you had to park on a scooter, motherfucker? Like, I was just saying all kind of shit. And the black dude was like, he was like, come on, sis. You know, come on, sis. <laughs> oh, no. We got him. Come on, sis. <laughs> He's like, we going to get him out the line. We going to get him out the line. Oh, 
So he pulls him out the line. He said, we took care of it. He was like, go ahead on. Just, just go in. He's like, matter of fact, just, just fucking call me next time you come in. No more waiting in the line. That's because she's a fucking ghetto-ass troublemaker. Okay? Yeah, no, it's true. Because I could have took, I really could have took care of it in a much better way. But when I found out I wasn't getting in because he cut, I got angry. But then, but let me tell you about karma, right? So then after that, I had to go to Walmart. And I go to Walmart and they didn't have no more baskets. Baskets all gone. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to steal one. So as somebody, as soon as somebody turn their head, bitch, your basket is mine. Bitch, no! I kind of feel like the white supremacist at the post office rubbed off on you. This was, this was oh, before this white supremacists. Oh, yes, bitch, this was last week. White supremacists was today, bitch. So, so, bitch, I'm in Walmart, and I spotted a basket. It had, it had, it had a bouquet of flowers in it. So I, I go by the basket. But I stand like three feet away and kind of oh, just sur- surveillance no, you didn't. the area. You didn't. And then I take the basket. Oh, Boom. Pokey. I'm walking, bitch. I start walking with the basket. I hear this lady say, excuse me. I was like, you know what? Don't turn around. She could be talking to anybody. Oh. <laughs> I heard the lady say again, excuse me. I was like, don't turn around. <laughs> the lady grabbed the basket. She's like, this is my basket. I was like, oh, for real? I said, I caught you slipping. <laughs> oh. Wait, what was her, what was her face like? Okay, or was like oh, she knew not. she she was gone from the basket at least two and a half minutes. Okay. I watched, you know what I'm saying? But it's still no, her fucking basket. You're like, well, she's she's. I was watching the basket. I was like, if nobody come get this basket in like two minutes, I'm taking this basket. But look, here's what I do when I get in the grocery store, which <laughs> I get that I'm at risk for it. But it's like I'll grab a cart, I'll put a couple things in it, and then I leave it stationary. Leave it. Goodbye. And then I run around the damn store and get my shit and come back to the cart. I don't do that. I'll go owl by owl. I'll leave yeah. my basket outside the owl so yeah. I don't so Same. I don't traffic the owl. Same. But, but I you found leave another empty basket with only one thing in it. So I that took is the, not empty, punky. Listen, I took the one thing out and I put it on the side and then I pulled, I was like, let me just grab this juice and put it in the basket so if somebody see me with this basket, yeah, I could be like, bitch, did you have a V8? Did you have a V8, bitch? You should have had a V8, bitch. You should have had a V8. I was like, you know what? This V8 black cherry saved me so I bought it. I didn't even go in there for that shit. I just needed you it to look it like to the, the company. I fucking took that B8. Walmart is set up backwards, by the way. I yeah, did not are. like going to Walmart. Yeah. It is the dumbest shit ever. There are pieces of shit that run at PS. Don't shop at Walmart. Facts. But they so cheap. Oh, God, That's I love why. Walmart. That's why everyone shops there. Yeah, but they can't, They don't pay their workers. Facts. They don't pay their workers. They pay to Amazon, though, so you shouldn't be buying from Amazon either. They, but they, no. they don't pay their workers. So they pay their workers just under the amount that they would have to pay them, and, or they don't give them the hours. So they give them just under full time so they don't have to give anybody insurance. <gasps> So really? and they pay very low wages, so it's it's like poverty level wages, and they can't get insurance because they limit their hours. Oh no! Yeah, it's, it's a good game at Walmart. Yeah, no, it's oh a bummer, my right? god, I have to get invested in their stock. <laughs> Fucking punky. <laughs> just a few more questions so now that bianca's here and we can all answer this if we don't so say like so bianca earlier we talked about like how we're gonna set up the like if people go to the bar and get their own drinks or whatever like the new normal at the store so if they're to open soon would you do anything differently when serving like are you scared of anything are you gonna are you gonna behave differently as no i'm i'm in search of a very sexy mask i will be wearing a very sexy mask. i want a shiny satin one Let me know if you find one. Wait, I know where we could get one, I think. Where? So just before, what'd you say you done? Victoria's Secret. She only shops at Victoria's Secret and Walmart. No, but so. Just wear the coochie part of your drawers. Ew, shut up. Gross. Why not? I love the smell of my cooch. I know you do. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Answer that question. 
sorry. Okay, so now look, here's the answer. So there's this, so I recently, I've lived in LA for 14 years. I, there's a place on La Cienega called Trashy Lingerie yeah, that I've I never just into. went into. Okay. Literally January went into. You have to pay like a $5 membership fee to even enter the building. Shut the but, fuck up. But then it's like $5 for whenever the fuck. Now you're just a member, right? But they make everything in the store which i did not realize they have seems like the people that own it are seamstresses and they literally make all the lingerie they started making masks right away and i guarantee you they make the sexiest masks we should look i didn't even think about that watch me we're gonna come with bondage i'm being safe i'm gonna i'm gonna open up a zipper to ask people what they want i'll be like hold on if you tip over like 25 percent, she'll you like smack her ass or something Okay, wait, so Punky, you represent the bartending faction. Like, are you going to do anything differently if they say that you're back? Will you stop harassing the cat, Bianca? We are recording. You You are worse than Lee. You are worse than Lee. And I'm allergic. Why am I doing this? This is why why I can't have them all in the same room, y'all. Just so we're clear. (laughs) This is why I can't do this. Punky, are you going to do anything differently as a bartender? Yeah, so say you had to go back to work tomorrow. I'm hoping I don't have to bartend no more. (laughs) So would you quit the store? If I got another job. Not at a grocery store. Like if I got a writing writing, If you got a writing job. (laughs) If I got like a writing job, of course I'll quit the store. I probably wouldn't. I love the store so much. I know. I don't think you would. I'll probably be like a Kevin Hart at the store on Monday nights. (laughs) I'd be like, y'all come on down. Like I've I've quit. I've quote unquote quit the store. Since not, since two thousand, I probably just do what I've been doing. If I need to take off, just give my shifts away because everybody want my shift. But honestly, I don't know. I mean, I probably wouldn't wear masks behind a bar. You you wouldn't if it was required. Then yeah. But what I if mean, what if they open tomorrow? I cannot, bitch, bitch, it's listen. Hot. I cannot fucking breathe. Okay, I had to go and take a um. Every year, I do a yearly checkup with all my doctors. All right. So I had to go see my cardiologist, and of course, I had to get on a treadmill. So I get on a fucking treadmill, bitch. I, of course, I had to keep my mask on. I almost fucking died. Like, bitch, I almost died. I felt like I had to run on that motherfucker for like eight minutes. I could not breathe. I'm like, look, dude, I have to take this mask off. Now, was it like a mask for COVID-19 or was it an, uh, the mask where they're doing the tracking? Like, when was this appointment? No, it was a COVID-19. It was a hospital mask. So this was recent? Yeah, this was Friday. Oh, so you had to keep the COVID mask on the entire time. I can't breathe in those either. I don't run in them. I, could, I can't That's breathe. Crazy. I can't be in. I don't see big ups to the people that got to wear these masks all day. I cannot breathe. After I've shopped the fastest I've ever shopped in my life in this time. I don't fuck around in the store no more, bitch. I go here, I go here, I go here. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I know the aisles now. I'm like, okay, I'll two barbecue sauce. That's because you're also stealing baskets, though. You got to get in and out because you're stealing. Just well, so we're no, clear. No, no, no. That was Walmart. Like at Ralph's, I know the aisles now. I know everything by heart. I know where all that shit is. I go, I go, I go, I go, I go. I can't have that mask on for longer than like 12 minutes. I have to get the fuck out. I can't breathe. because you can't breathe. I no. mean, I've been I've been running. So I'll, I'll switch off between just like a regular hospital mask and a bandana. It's hard. Like it's like running in 100% humidity in August because you're breathing and then breathing it back in. So it's just out in, out in. But you're breathing this like wet air. It literally, I feel like I'm training for some like hardcore like muscle man marathon (laughs) okay so do you guys so do you want this to go on longer then or would you rather that we so if we could open tomorrow would you guys all be down no if we can open tomorrow at the same pace that we were no open tomorrow based on the circumstances as they are no absolutely not not. it's not worth it honestly to us because it's like okay what are we gonna we're gonna go back to work and then make the same amount of money that we're making now because there's no one coming to the shows not even 
We, yeah, we'd lose all of it. We'd Little, lose all of it. Yeah, and we'd lose our unemployment. I feel like we'd lose it. I would rather them wait until we actually could get an audience that's reasonable. I think what you're saying makes sense. We are being called moochers as a result because there's a lot of servers who and bartenders who have said it's not actually advantageous to open this, regardless of the state that they're in. That they're saying you're actually fucking us by opening now. And there's a faction of the population that's like, oh, you guys are moochers. You just want to stay on unemployment because you like this lifestyle where you get money for free and who said that La- listen here's, here's the thing here's oh the thing goodness. i'm not saying anything i think that that is a logical thought but they don't know so no. explain inform but, them okay. talk I to think, them okay here's the talk thing if hit for the people that's thinking like that if we had the opportunity to open tomorrow and it was full-fledged the same way it was and we could pick up exactly where we left off. What is full-fledged the same way it was mean? Sold out every show. We making two, three hundred, four hundred dollars a night. We go back to the regular way like COVID never happened. If it was to open like that tomorrow, absolutely yes, I will go back to work because then I can afford the lifestyle that I was living and I can afford to pay rent. But if it opens up tomorrow and it's not the same flow and you mean to tell me that only two servers could be on the floor and only maybe one or two bartenders could be on the floor and then I'm actually making less than I was making before, then why would it be advantageous for me to go back to work when I would be losing money then I would lose my house then I would lose my car I would have to go home and drive my parents crazy that's not called being a mooch that's actually called being a smart motherfucker okay punky now on that note I'm gonna be devil's advocate okay but tips are a gift you can't live on minimum wage that's the job you signed up for I'm sorry if I lived in mm-hmm. fucking Montana or South Dakota absolutely but you stupid bitch sorry don't mean to offend you <laughs> but you have offended me for your dumbass thoughts I live in fucking Los Angeles where my rent is $2,000 a month Two thousand dollars a month also one person to pay also we didn't sign up for a minimum wage job we signed up for a job that we get tips at that's not so i think people that argue about that are silly like there are some i think we talked about it in an earlier episode that there are some states that do a server minimum wage because of the tips 213 an hour in Ohio. Yeah, like I got void paychecks all the time. And when I lived in Boston, I got no paychecks because they all got voided by the amount of money I was getting tipped. But it always equals out. California pays you more. People don't tip as well in California, but it all evens out at the end of the day. But that's what you're signing up for. The business that you're in requires a certain kind of skill level. So I think it, it I think that oh, it, please. I know it's so, so weird. I know it's so weird. Are that, you uh, fucking kidding me? Either, yeah. Right? Do you know we have to like we have to deal with the most we have to deal with y'all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then go back into the back and fucking kick some unassuming door guy. And you're lucky we don't take our anger out to your food. You are so lucky that we don't do anything to your food or your fucking drinks because it is very possible. You rude ass pieces of fucking touching on me shit. I don't know you like that. But I just want to say when people say, oh, tips are extra. They shouldn't be when people attack tips. Let me tell you something. Okay, I've traveled around the world, many a country. There is no service. So if you don't, I'd rather split. I don't care about smoking, non-smoking session, tip, non-tip. I don't care if you don't tip me, you will not get service. Hello. You, you will not get a napkin. You will not maybe get an extra fork. You but, will not get a water. But you Bianca, that's there. your job. No, it's not. Because have you gone? To, go to Germany, bitch. I lived in Germany. Go to Germany. There is no service. They turn. They will turn off the lights because they need to go home because they're getting min, They're getting a livable wage. They don't need to kiss your ass. Also, why would anybody kiss anyone's ass if they didn't? If there was no monetary incentive? Wait, are you oh. saying that the customers? benefit from them also tipping yeah like if you want look 
Look, you want to buy two Diet Cokes and not look me in the eye? Don't tip me. I don't care. Yeah. If you want to run me ragged, then you oh. need to tip. Oh, when you say run me run ragged, me do ragged. you mean want your you to be available at every beck and call when they right. snap or look I up? Mean, excuse me. Excuse me. It's just oh. like, don't touch me. Or you could touch me. Just tip me 25%. I like to relate <laughs> this to car service. Like when you take your car in to be maintenance uh-huh. and you pay for the parts. Yeah, you pay for the parts. That extra <laughs> money that you pay is for the fucking service it's for the guy that is actually putting the tires that you paid for on the car you dumb fuck oh you don't so they're at you're actually paying for the the skill that that requires oh my fucking gosh yeah oh weird this is very confusing i I don't understand set up a soda station like they have in jet blue (laughs) like it's like look there's drinks there's chips serve your goddamn self serve it and then seriously but it's like oh i have to get up from my table to ruin my experience it's like yeah yeah, exactly. You're yeah. paying for your experience. If you get up and get something, you will miss Delia. You will miss Rogan. You'll yeah. miss their joke. You'll miss the show. I don't know who page I saw this on, but I Man. thought that it was a very, very... I thought it was something that a lot of people should hear. I'm so pissed off that I didn't screenshot it, but I thought it was great. This woman said that she met and spoke to a CEO of a company and his exact words were, I will never hire someone that ever worked in the service business. What? That is just what he said. And then she explained to him where that you're going to be shit out of luck. You have no idea the skill it takes to be a fucking waitress. Hello. You have to balance time. You have to understand uh, people and their personality personalities. You have to juggle 50 people at a time. You know how if you're a server and you have to serve and talk to 60 people a night, sometimes even at the comedy store is 120. 120. We have two fucking shows. shows. And if we're lucky, we'll have three shows. That's 180 people a night. Then you know how to run a fucking business. Hello. Yeah, because you understand what it takes to make people happy and to make people who have chosen to not be happy happy. say half the crowd is like out for a good time no matter what the other half hasn't decided if they've de- if they want to have a terrible evening or a good evening and they're gonna they're gonna make their choices throughout the evening and like you know what i mean so it's like if if they have one bad experience at the front by the time they get to your table they're ready to kill somebody and it's up to you you're gonna teeter it either way you know what i mean right and it's a it is a skill a hundred percent. I have had the worst service I've ever had in my life in Los Angeles from people who shouldn't be servers. There's such bad service here, by the, the way. The worst service. And we still tip 20, 30 percent because we'd be like, you know what? That dumb bitch just having a bad Maybe day. Maybe she's just having a bad day. Maybe she had a shitty customer before no, we got here. It's like she was awful. 20 percent, y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like whatever. 30%. Yeah. Right. We're, you know, we're, we're all good. good. We're all great people. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> We're fucking great people. I have a little kitten on my shoulder, so this audio is going to be terrible. But do you guys miss anything about it? About what? I miss hell no. I miss the social aspects of being at the comedy store. I miss comedy. I miss being with my friends and and all of those things. But I think I needed a forced break, and I didn't realize I did until you know. And it it was definitely like one of my friends made it equal to. Little kitten purse. Little kitten purse. Made it equal to going to rehab, like a 28-day rehab. Because the first month of this, I was, in the beginning, I was okay. And then a week and a half in, I started going through withdrawals. And I had, like, really bad insomnia. And that lasted about two weeks. And then I feel like the last week, I started to, like, get back to normal. I do feel like it's like a rehab. 
I am, I can sleep on my own. Yeah. I don't need any more medicine. Yeah. Wait, did you, wait. I need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to when go to is, therapy, when bitch. When is Nancy opening back up, bitch? Funky, we've been worried about you, you so that's do, all right. You can do virtual. Yeah, Nancy does virtual. No, bitch, y'all don't understand. I need contact. I got to be in a room. My virtual is hard. You can ask her for a drive-by. I'm going to be like, Nancy, bitch. I haven't been to Nancy in a whole year, though. I know. I've, I'm about the same with, we share a therapist. <laughs> Shout out to Nancy. I literally sing her praises because I've been seeing her since 2007. LA's a rough town. Not Bianca. She has her own. But she has she has a special Tom in her life. I love Tom. It's so funny. When I first saw him, he was like, hey there, I'm uh, I'm Tom. I was like, uh, uh, an old white guy talking You're like, like, I'm in a railroad. No bass in his voice. He has no bass in his voice. I was like, this is never going to work. And then at the end of it, I was like, are you a psychic? He's psychic. He's a but psychic. But wait, wait. Okay, mental health, which is great. I'm glad you guys are seeing therapists. It's good. Do you guys I miss any aspects of this though? So you said it's like rehab. So Punky, do you miss any parts of the store? Oh yeah, I do. I'm not gonna fuck around. I'm mushy. I miss oh, everything about the comedy store. I remember there was a time that I stopped going because I was like, you know what? This is too much for me. I'm getting involved in too much drama because I love the place that much that I'm in people's business. I'm like, no, I'm gonna do something about this. I'm gonna stand up for this person and all of this. And no, the door guy shouldn't be doing this. No, God damn it, the wait. Mm. I remember I got so involved. I have that. I, fi- I have that one. I I felt that I was going to get fired, bitch. So I was like, you know what? Let me just not come into the comedy store. So I just started doing my comedy and leaving. Doing my comedy and leaving. I was like, I'm not Mm. going in the back and talk to nobody. Mm. Do my comedy. I'm just going to leave. That's what I did. And you know what? That was stupid. And I don't realize that that was stupid until now. Why was that stupid? Because I just have to have self-control. You know what I'm saying? That business is not of mine. Tend to your business. It's just that simple. I miss the comedy store. I miss my friends. I miss being around everybody. I miss the microphone, yo. Mm. I miss the crowd. I miss being heckled. I miss bombing. I miss learning. I miss everything about it. I miss being a ghetto, ignorant, dumb dyke bitch. And I just want it all back. I will never complain about going to work again. I will never complain about sleeping all day and then having to wake up at midnight for a one o'clock spot. <laughs> I will never complain <laughs> ever again. A- Just please give me my life back. <laughs> okay, so please. from a super like weird sort of mental health perspective, how long do you guys think you could actually do this? Honestly, I'm getting a little bit comfortable. I um, Same. 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 too. Same. I feel like I'm starting to enjoy I, myself. But, but I'm, I'm going to wake up at 12. I'm going to work out at 2. I think that we had... I'm going to take a shower had... at 6. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, that's exactly you just literally mapped out my day schedule. It's ridiculous. Um, no, but I feel like we all had a little bit of Stockholm syndrome yes. in in the way that America told us that we had to live in order to be oh. like good, like functioning citizens of this nation. Is we have to overwork ourselves, not take any vacations, uh, get stressed the fuck out have therapy everybody has a goddamn therapist because we're all stressed the fuck out you know it's like we can't afford to live in these places oh we just got an email got an update oh please we can real time this is live come on bianca let us know no no i don't wait now now punky's demanding more drinks this is gonna be a two-hour episode (laughs) wait a minute well i didn't do that bianca didn't get enough didn't get anything to drink at all God damn it oh well, no punky's not but we anyways there's a small kitten that i'm afraid is gonna do every time you go in the kitchen lee this is an audio recording i know that that's hard to remember with the microphone i know the crowd i know the audience is like well we know when lee gets up 
every time she get up, she drops. Okay, so so Punky, you miss a lot, but Bianca, you have an answer. Do you miss any like aspects of it at all? I know this is getting real comfy. I do miss like the camaraderie. I have a lot of comic friends, and I like seeing them. And I like the pace of it all. Like I like a fast paced situation. Like like, for a job, you mean? Yeah, it's like it's like you work short hours, and they're kind of stressful, and then you're done. I like that, but I just need artificial structure in my life. I'm not good when I I've been signing up for classes and. Having some sort of schedule. Yeah, I need something. You know, I need a- accountability. So, d- so you miss that's somebody the, giving me like accountability. You know, because otherwise, what does your day look like yeah, if you have exactly. no accountability? No, I'm. Asking. I mean, it, oh, it's pretty good right now, but I feel like at some point you're gonna get burnt out. You know what I mean? Yeah. By I'm, like self-regulating, then you're gonna skip a thing, and then you're not gonna. I'm starting to get there. Yeah, like and like at first I felt like everyone was really motivated, and now it's like, yeah, uh, now it's I can annoying. work out tomorrow, and it's yeah. just kind of like. It's a little bit of that. Um, Punky, can you help Lee open your fucking, this this martini shaker so that you can get your drinks? This is such good audio. Just, I'm leaving this all in. This has no, because it's Thursday. So my editing is going to just go to shit. Thank you for understanding, Bianca. Okay, so those are the aspects that we missed. Maybe I can dry my hands up. All right. Almost. Now you're mad I shut the window for audio too. Good. Punky's a really good producer. Everyone hire her. No, hit it because this audio is terrible. Thank you. Appreciate you, Bianca. This is why you need to be here from the beginning. Okay, wait. This is awful How much audio. Do we have we we have like two more questions and then we can oh, be done. Well, well, I can't while the middle of the audio okay, is terrible. Okay. Get that wait, open just, so we can do that. Come on, get it open. Get it open. Too sweaty. This is just really good podcast material. Okay, well let's try and get it back a little bit. Lee's neighbors are screaming and being loud. Is that what that is? Well, you have seventy-two cats, so I feel like you ain't get to you ain't get three, to have an three opinion. Three cats equal three cats equal one dog. Yeah. Bitch. Well, we don't have that much to do. I can end this now. If y'all don't, are y'all done? Because I can end this I'm now. I'm ready for my next fucking question. Okay, I'm sorry, Punky's here in the building. If so, we've we've handled what would happen if the comedy store opened tomorrow. What if the comedy store genuinely? genuinely doesn't open until 2021 you don't sell anything you are in a stay-at-home order until at least december are you willing to be in a stay-at-home order? like are you going to follow all the rules and be in a stay-at-home order until december there's not going to be a stay-at-home order lee gonna be protesting in huntington <laughs> no look i'm just saying like okay if you don't if the comedy store doesn't open until september okay fine or december that's fine but if i have to stay in this house until december i'm gonna <laughs> lose house. so i'm gonna read you a statistic and this okay. is from u.s news and world report which i don't know how everybody feels about that that, but I kind of don't care. Reopening the economy would add tw- 233,000 deaths by July, but it would save millions of jobs. That was the headline of the article. And the article went on to support that claim. Are you guys down for that? How many people they got in America? I mean, God, I don't know. 350? I'll look it up. Billion? I'll look million. It, no, million, million. We're not a billion. We're not India. We're Hold not. On. Oh, we're not China. Bitch, okay. there are 7 billion people in the world, guys. We're not nowhere. <laughs> we're like... Okay, the population in the U.S. is 328.2 million as of 2019. All right, okay. so what is the ratio of that to the people that would die? Oh, girl, I can't do that much. That apparently, math. no, so fast. isn't it like three, two million? Well, so so the uh, it's set, according to U.S. News and World Report, if we open by July, it says 233,000 deaths, like human deaths, would happen if we open by July. But so what is open? I'm just talking about fully the, like ready to go that's open. Never, that's not going to happen. But this I don't is, think that's going to happen. We're doing hypotheticals while the you because, bitches drink. Well, I'm saying, okay, Punky, so Friday. stop it. Focus. Stop telling Lee thank you and focus. Oh, okay, I'm focused. Are you, you're not though. This is why I can't I'm have sorry, them all in the same room. Bad. No, you're not. Okay, so say we open, we open by but July. We're, all, we're opening a soft open on Friday. Well, that's the country. Well, we talked about that's phase two. Phase two wouldn't be venues like where we are. Yeah. We're phase three. Fa- we're phase like 19. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get open until next year. Long, if, if, 
federal, if unemployment keep paying me the way they fucking paying me, bitch, I'm fine. Just whatever shit. But we're talking about the hypothetical of the, like the sort of moral question of, um, is it worth it if we, if we sacrifice 233,000 people, but millions of jobs will be saved? This I'll is sort of one a, thing. If someone happened to my mom and my motherfucking daddy, bitch, beware. That's all the fuck I got. Exactly. Yeah. And that's be the point. motherfucking it's all, where. It's all fun and games bitch, until somebody you know. I will lose my shit. I will go fucking crazy, bitch. Y'all, have y'all ever heard of a fucking black female mass murderer? Bitch, I'll be the first fucking one. <laughs> no, it does. It's like, it really, because, but people, it's all easy to protest and take stands against when no one you know has died. But it's like, right. it's like that preacher who, his whole goddamn family, he died and his whole family has it. It's like, because he insisted that everybody should come to church and they can still be safe at church. And then literally everybody got it. It's like, no, no one is special. As long as you are sort of smart about it, you're probably going to be spared unless you are unfortunately one of the disenfranchised people of the country that has to take public transportation Mm. and work this fucking front line which is now minimum wage jobs which is hopefully will put a new perspective on minimum wage jobs now like well the funny thing is we get shit on all the time and now it's like we got to help them out and their tips i mean the clones pay us for our hourly plus tip it so is going to pay plus tip. I don't. It's uh, plus tip, one hundred percent. Okay. So if it if in that pe- we are being taken care of from the federal government to include our tip. That to me shows that you know we're being acknowledged that we are necessary. We and the problem is it's not that we're so much necessary. We're just an integral part of the the economy. Correct. We keep money flowing. So we, therefore, in. So, we are necessary. But that's what I'm saying. We're not necessary. Like, oh my god, essential. Oh my god. Yeah, we're not highly doctors. regarded. Sure. But poor people, unfortunately, like. Technically, I guess. Based on the job we do, we spend fucking money. We Correct. keep this economy burning. Correct. It's on and our shoulders. without us... That's what... No, you wonder why they open nail salons. I'm like, they are targeting black people. It's nail like salons she, and barbershops? It's like don't she go was outside. Here. It's, it's a like, trap. <laughs> literally it's a the trap, quote. Y'all. I read I read that quote at the beginning of the episode. Like, yeah, that's that's where we're at. I'm losing my guests because everyone's been drinking. And I'm sorry. sorry that's okay. Well, we did our best. So on that note... Um, sorry, y'all. No, don't love y'all. It's okay. No, I'm talking to them kate not you oh i'm sorry they don't love me okay we love the listeners all right well we're gonna drop checks now thank you guys so much for listening if you want to help us out here at service from hell leave us a five-star review on itunes and tell your friends to listen it will help us reach more people that need to be schooled in the art of being kind it will be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry and if you have stories of your own we'd love to hear them email us here at service from hell podcast at gmail.com and someone from our team will let you know if we're going to read your story live on air remember if you can't afford a tip you can't afford to go out so don't be garbage and be good to people it's easier that way huge thank you to michelle g for being amazing and thank you guys so much for listening and all of our listeners in other countries we appreciate y'all and guys we're riding this out there's probably going to be one more week of los angeles maybe potentially two and then the rest will be zoom zoom situations from ohio until we get back to normal and the girls are going to be here and i'm going to be there and it's going to be weird but we're going to make it work this podcast isn't going to stop just because geography has changed (laughs) and thank you all for being on this ride with me this has been crazy and Who we're in it last this, i mean how long, we've been doing this every week now for six weeks this is eight, eight this weeks. is eight this is week, week eight, eight. Holy oh, shit. Lord. Yeah. we're recording for week this and when people hear this it will technically be week nine That's crazy. which is fucking bonkers so thank you all of you idiots for being along on this ride with me Sorry, we stress you out. No, it's it's fun. Is this the last one? No, no, no. no. We've oh, got like probably two more. Two more. Yeah, yeah. me. This is not like a it eulogy. Did, it was a beautiful time. It sound like a fucking eulogy. It was a beautiful time. Oh, good. Bianca's practicing her Irish accent. Yeah. Yeah.
All right. I thought a Boys to Men song was about okay. to come Okay. See why I hate Need all of them? The okay. Still I can't I don't want to. I don't want to. It's so natural. Is everybody done? Are we good? Are we going to say goodbye to the kitties? Are we going to be done with this fucking bullshit so we can stop? kitten that i found last thursday okay so so we so we so we recorded last thursday it was me bianca and lee because punky was dead and yeah we we already established that so lee went out to take her recycling out and then she happened to see something run across her feet that she thought was a rat and then go ahead lee in here no i was like so no so bianca and kate were here for a while we were all sitting like we talked till like two in the morning and then i was just cleaning up the kitchen and then i was like i'm just gonna take this out now because i don't want to deal with it in the morning it'll be nice to come to and clean kitchen right 3 30 in the morning i take this shit out to the trash never do that and then i walk out i go back to the recycling and then i turn around to go to the dumpster and this thing runs in front of me and i was like ooh, because i thought it was like a rat or some sort of varmint vermin or whatever and then i saw this little thing like hovering in a corner and i was like what is that it had a tail i was like it is is it a squirrel like i just i didn't expect it to be a kitten and then i just saw this teeny little kitten and she was hiding in it the wasn't corner. a rat it was a cat Get oh, it? Got <laughs> Dr. Seuss up on this podcast. So Lee also has two other cats that were not super thrilled with this new addition to the I would room. I would say hate is a good word. Like <laughs> there's a lot of hate being thrown around this apartment right now. These cats have been hissing and growling. They have literally the fact that they're both in the same room with this kitten right now is victory. like victory. Leaps it's and bounds. Adjust, it's an adjustment. I don't sleep. I, everybody, I saw Lee at Peckle. I was driving and I stopped. <laughs> At is, the that, light. is that real? Did yeah. that really happen? Yeah. I stopped at the light and I saw her talking to the people. <laughs> and from the light, from Hollywood and Western, I was like, Lee! Whole <laughs> <laughs> thing probably was like, mm, no, no one's calling my name. So she didn't, <laughs> she didn't turn around. And I said it again, Lee! <laughs> can we put, can we put, post a picture of Carrot as the. Absolutely. That's the, the episode. episode. That's the episode photo.